This is the Pickle Planet Podcast with Jenna and Tosh. Sit back and get a drink. Let's talk about parenting and how to survive it. Hello and welcome to the Pickle Planet Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Jenna Morton, coming to you from the inside of my car for those of you who are watching the video of this. The best, <laughs> it's the quietest place I could find. The best part about this is that it's so far been the hottest day of the year and oh, Jenna's yeah. in her car. <laughs> Sun pouring in. Sorry about the lighting folks, but you don't come here to, to watch my face really. You come for no. what we talk about and who we bring on the show, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So on the show today, we are going to be talking, Jenna and I have been talking a lot about uh, New Brunswick in the summer and getting a chance to explore it. And we've spoken with Pauline Axford before about uh, the travels that you and your family do with that means adrift and you guys travel so well with your children and go to the most beautiful places um so pauline we want to talk today about you guys staying here in new brunswick this year yep we are we are doing a new brunswick staycation for sure this year um but you know actually i was saying to my husband the other day that i think we might have some part of the blame in this whole coronavirus thing because we were driving around town um, I think it was in February and I'd say to him, you know, I'm really going to miss being in New Brunswick this year. Um, there's so many things that I want to see and do and, and we weren't planning on being here for the entire summer. So I was, I was feeling really kind of disappointed. And then <laughs> I think I might have tempted fate just a little bit too much. So I do think maybe we have a little bit of responsibility for, for all this. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> and folks who are listening and watching that are regulars may remember the last episode we did with you where we really focused on international travel because that's what you do really well with your young kids. And that's what you guys were planning. You were planning a summer filled with international travel and not to, uh, you know, rub salt in your wounds here. <laughs> but I think that sharing a little bit about how you guys had to come to terms with that will probably help people who also had big plans for this summer that they've had to shift now. Yeah, we have canceled a lot. So we, we've canceled a trip to the Dominican Republic. We were, should have been and gone by now. We are supposed to be in Newfoundland right now watching icebergs floating along. And uh, for the summer, yeah, my mom was getting married in England. So she's had to cancel her wedding and we were obviously going to go there. We were going to go to London and then we were going to spend two months camping around France. So that's not happening at all. <laughs> so no international travel for us. But that's okay. I mean, we obviously we love to travel internationally and we can we do whenever we get the opportunity. But we also have done a lot of traveling in Canada. So we have Brian, my husband, he's from British Columbia. So we've seen loads of BC. Uh, we used to live in Alberta before we moved to New Brunswick. And then when we moved here, we actually camped all the way across Canada. So we took like a six week camping trip. And uh, so we love being in Canada and we've seen it kind of from coast to coast actually, apart from Newfoundland, that one province that keeps evading us. <laughs> and um, so, so yeah, no, we've, we've seen it from coast to coast and we're always just so impressed by the Maritimes. There's really no place else like it in Canada, apart from British Columbia. Where, you know you've got the ocean and the coast and the beaches and actually the beaches here are better than bc i'm, I'm just gonna say it, coast, best <laughs> coast. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you know we don't have the mountains that are quite as high but we still do have mountains and hills a few impressive ones though 
for sure, for sure. And, uh, you know, so BC gets all the tourists and I don't understand why. New Brunswick has just as much to offer as, as that. So, so no, we're excited to be here. And like I said before, we, we were feeling a little sad that we weren't going to get to do any of the things on our hit list this year, but now we do. Now so you will. It's good. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a change, but, but there's a lot of positives in it. So how are you offsetting, because you're obviously big planners, I am a so, huge planner, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how are you offsetting what you were going to do with what your plans are now? It took a little while. Um, if you'd asked me that maybe a month ago, you might have just seen me here in tears. Um, it took a little while to kind of get used to it. And actually, I flipped my, I flipped my agenda into June, and it still had all the dates on it. And it had, you know, and, and yeah, like I'm a little heartbroken. But... I'm actually not planning much for the summer. I think that this year we're all going to have to just embrace flexibility. Um, just like what happened yesterday with Edmondson kind of getting, with getting shut down. I think we all just need to have lists of things that, for us anyway, for our family, we're going to have lists of things that we want to do, but we're just going to be aware that, you know, we might be doing this one week or maybe next week that place might not be allowed or maybe we won't be allowed to leave. So yeah, just embracing flexibility. I, I have to put my planner away for the summer, I think, and just relax a little bit more. I think that's, uh, it's really funny you say that about the planner because I, I, I have it on my list to go buy a new one because I have that same problem. I keep like going, okay, well maybe next month. No, look, I had things planned already too. And I'm just like, I can't even, I, I can't try to white it out. I'm just, I'll just yeah. to get a new one that has that, like that space and that like, just like a list of could happen. Yeah. I haven't deleted my <laughs> France at all. I'm hopeful that we might just be able to kind of copy and paste it into next year. So it's all still there, but yeah, I'm the same as you. I can't, I can't quite bring myself to erase it. <laughs> So what are some of the, the, the ideas that are on your list? What are the places that you've either haven't been yet or have been and are going to go back to that are really calling to you in New Brunswick? The whole province. You know, we have, we have what, two months, June, July, three months, I guess, to, because my husband is not working right now and I'm not working quite so much. So we've got lots and lots of time to, to explore. We've got months and I mean, in three months you can wipe out a province no problem at all and especially it's such a little one like New Brunswick it, it, there's so many things you can do that are just day trips so for me the big big one I really want to go north I want to go to the Acadian Peninsula I definitely want to do Miscu uh, Lighthouse and that point there and sh I'm gonna absolutely torture the name here but Shipagan sh sh or Shipagan um, in, in English we say ship again just ship yeah. again there we go okay <laughs> um and that yeah well actually that is on my hit, hit list I want to learn by the end of the summer I want to learn how to pronounce Kushibujuak yeah I just I can't do it I just can't do it I've been here for two years I still can't do it yeah, give it give um, it at least three more years and you'll be okay. fine yeah. Yeah, okay there we go that's on my hit list for sure um I definitely want to do Grand Manan Island. We haven't done that area yet. I'm not a huge one for ferries, but I think I'm going to have to suck it up this year. Do some of the island hopping there. Um, and the coastline, we're absolute suckers for beaches. So we've started tracking the coast. We love to take, you know, when you pull up Google Maps and there's all those little white roads on them. We just, we veer off onto them. Sometimes it's a dirt road. And we just, we're trying to do that around the whole New Brunswick coast. So oh, that's lovely. for this year. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that. really cool. Really, really, really cool. I know I spend a lot of time down in Albert County, but my goal is to get further north of this year as well and check out some of that. I mean, you were going to go to France. You'll at least get some French along the Acadian Peninsula anyway. That was right. <laughs> right. I mean, we wanted to go to France because we're learning French. So we wanted to kind of fully immerse ourselves in French. Um, and at least we can still do that in North here for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, we spent some time. I, I haven't done the Acadian Peninsula, and that's on my list of places that I'm hoping to get this summer as well. But we did like that Bathurst area last summer on our way back from Quebec, and I was just blown away about, yeah, absolutely beautiful and such a great spot that hopefully we'll get back to as well. And if you're you're looking for that mountain vibe, the Baker Lake and like that part of like up beyond Edmonston and up that part of the province is just it's incredible and it is you really get that sense that you've gone to a different type of environment you're not in you know the <laughs> the very boring part of the highway zone where it's just woods and you're not the coastline if you want mountains we have them in this province and i think a lot of us who live in this part of it don't go see that enough yeah i think we forget that it's there yeah, no, I remember like when we've, the last two summers, we've taken a driving trip and we've gone to Ontario and Quebec to visit friends and driving through that part, when you get up towards the Quebec border, you're just like, where did we go? <laughs> and I've, I have friends too have, who, uh, you know, make a regular habit of summering at Baker Lake and they post pictures and everyone's just like, did you go to BC? Did you go to Muskoka? Did you, like, it looks like this completely different landscape and it's, it's here. It's, you know, like you yeah. said, you know, half a day's drive away. It's not yeah. that far. Fundy looks almost identical to the BC coastline, you know, with the beaches and, and uh, with the exception of the, the mountains behind you, I guess. It just looks so, so much like the coastline, the, the cliffs, the rugged rocks and like everything just reminds us so, so much of BC. Lovely. What, what I like about it is the, how much it reminds me of Ireland. Same mm. with the rock cliffs and, and the rock faces and stuff like that, that a, a lot of it, I think why I love Fundy so much is how much it reminds me of Ireland for sure. That was actually a huge reason for one of the reasons why we moved to New Brunswick. One of them actually was the French. We love the French culture and we really wanted to immerse ourselves in that. And the other one was that it's just such an older part of Canada and there's much more of a European culture here. There's more European architecture. Um, the people have a much more relaxed European feel compared to um, West Coasters. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a huge draw. And St. John, I just love St. John so much. And uh, it just reminds me of my hometown, right? Like I can walk around and I feel kind of at home, even though my hometown is in Scotland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's funny, I was thinking about that this morning, actually, about how old this province is in the country and how much we kind of take that for granted a lot of the times. Like, you know, we're one of the four founding pillars of this country. And the reason I was thinking about it was this idea that, you know, sometimes people get a little down on the Maritimes, a little like, you know, we have our slow pace of life and we've had our kind of slow economic times and I was like you know what now I think that's just because like we're older than the rest of the country we're just going through like our midlife crisis we're more mature we're mature than Alberta yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
It's so true. I yeah. remember we, when we lived in Alberta, I remember uh, we were out one night with a friend and she, we, we had this little boat, we were sitting on this lake with some beers and uh, she's like, oh, we need to go row to this little island. There's this really cool brick built house. She was so excited that this house was made of bricks and uh, it's been there for like 50 years. <laughs> I had a similar experience in Calgary. New Brunswickers get that story. Other yeah. Albertans don't. <laughs> I was working in the newsroom in Calgary and I walked in in the morning and everyone's kind of like in this buzz. You can tell something's happening really early in the morning with, and they're like, I need someone to go right away. There's the historical buildings on fire. And like, Jenna, can you go? I'm like, yeah, sure. Tell me more about this building. What's the significance? It's this 80 year old church. Bless. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll be right there. Building because yeah. it's eighty years old. Yeah. All right, and that was my first like real like face to face like yeah. The rest of the country is not as old as we are. Yeah. You have grandparents <laughs> older than that church. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it is. It's neat, and that you know it. There's so much of that we can still discover in our province too, which is fantastic. Right. We went out to um, Fort Beausejour. For Cumberland, depending on, on my list. <laughs> it was fantastic. And our kids, I was impressed with how much our kids were into it because I, I have to say, unfortunately, my children do not share my love of museum hopping. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of places that I would love to go that I'm kind of like, hey, that's not going to be a fun family trip. <laughs> you have to wait a year or two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Both Joy, they, they really got into it. It was, it was small enough that it captured their attention. Whereas, you know, some of the bigger places like, you know, like Lewisburg or, you know, the Citadel and Halifax, it, it just keeps going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, whereas like Fort Postage, it was very contained. And then there was also, there was just so much land and there was the wind and everything was, you know, it, it was a lot of fun. So yeah, hopefully we'll be able to, to make a visit back there again this summer. Yeah. So the last time you were on, Pauline, we talked a lot about how you fly with the kids. This year is obviously going to be a lot of driving with the kids. How do you like? How do you prepare for that? Do you think you're going to treat it much like being on a plane? Um, yeah, in a lot of ways, I think so. Our kids are used to driving, so like I say, we drove across Canada, right? Like they're used to getting in there for long road trips. As another thing, I have to say about New Brunswickers, I just find is so charming is that they really think distance is a big thing. <laughs> other Canadians you know they just get in the the car they drive for three hours and think nothing of it um New Brunswickers I found going half an hour down the road is a long way for them so I'd love to see them get out of that mindset this summer and just maybe stretch those road trips a little bit further it's amazing what the kids can do if you prepare them for it you know we're going to be in the car for a while just going to have to settle in and uh, we're going to bring some books. We're going to bring some coloring things. You can bring some toys, not noisy ones, because they'll drive you insane. Um, and we're going to bring some snacks. We always pack snacks and water and things like that. Yeah, and just just settle in for the drive. And um, oh, I don't know. I have to think about some some tips. But I mean, you guys probably have loads of car driving tips too, because you do big long trips as well. But Jenna does definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm, I'm still not sure that we do them as well as we could, <laughs> but definitely the snacks to the point now where if we get in the car at all, my children expect there to be snacks. snacks. Like we're driving into Riverview and they're like, where I'm hungry. Like it's a 15 minute drive to your grandparents. You're okay. 
it's not the six hour drive to your other grandparents <laughs> that when you get snacks <laughs> but yeah a lot of snacks and snacks that are you're not too worried about whether they're going to spill in the vehicle yes. right like goldfish are great but oh my goodness mm -hmm. there's so many goldfish in the van <laughs> like not the best van snack for our family um and I've also learned over the years, even with our kids being seven, seven and eight now, smaller packaging and individual packaging, even though it's like a pain to put, you know, three containers of strawberries, it's better to do that than to have one to ask them to pass around. Oh yeah. You, you, they don't get on well with that. Well, well, especially for us because it's three, right? Like three, it's not two yeah. of them in the back seat, right? Between yeah. them, they have to go between back and forth. Right. So to share something gets really tricky for us having the van and people spread out. Whereas, yeah, if they were in the same, you know, aisle, then we might force it a bit more. Well, <laughs> you know, it's easier like, to do individual yeah, snacks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Individuals definitely much easier. I, that I think I might actually start doing that that makes so much sense <laughs> well, and, and especially too if they get to the point where they're old enough that you can get them involved in it right if you can get them excited about the idea of okay yeah we're going to pack it up what do you want in your lunch can for your snacks you know put put them to use they've been sitting in the cupboard for two months now yeah yeah exactly. well, for sure <laughs> i think we're going to have to be more organized like that this year as well because we're not going to be sure if there's going to be washrooms where we're going if there's going to be places to stop and have a snack i mean one of our favorite things to do is just go for a drive go find a little town that we've never been to and and then usually there's always always a little coffee shop and we'll go and we'll have a little cup of coffee and a cake um but there's no guarantees that that's is going to be the same this year so yeah i think snacks are going to have to be an absolute must-have do not leave the house without them yeah whatever you yes do. yeah <laughs> i feel like I, I feel like i'm regressing in terms of packing to leave the house now because i'm thinking of those things that i haven't thought about since the kids were in diapers yeah. like oh yeah let's take wipes and toilet paper and you know like all these things that i i had been able to stop thinking about for a couple of years yeah <laughs> You can never not have enough wipes, though. Like, yeah, I haven't quit on wipes. Yet. Yeah, <laughs> don't give up on the wipes. Don't do it. I, I hadn't given up on them, but I didn't have that same like, oh my god, I must make sure they're there. Yeah, like if you suddenly found yourself without them, it was like, okay, that's doable. Yeah, exactly. Now it's back to yes, they're a must-have, and at least they're not going to freeze. I hate when they freeze in the winter. <laughs> then they're useless. Yeah, yeah, if they yeah. dry out a bit in the heat, that, that's all right. The freezing <laughs> in the winter is not so good. So yeah, pro tip for any new parent who's listening, mm -hmm. when you start to keep wipes in your vehicle, take them inside in the winter. Yes, that's a fabulous idea. Um, I think that we put out some pretty fabulous ideas today, actually, in the podcast, and we do unfortunately have to wrap it up. But uh, Pauline, we want to let you talk a little bit about your blog that you guys have started putting out. Yeah, so we've just launched a blog. We have had an Instagram for the last year and it's done really, really well. Actually, we're really uh, happy with the response it's had. So we decided to launch a blog in the middle of a global pandemic, um, a blog about traveling. <laughs> so we might be the craziest people ever. Um, but yeah, it's at dobnaysadrift.com. Um, it's very new, so we're still fixing a few glitches, but we're hoping to post loads and loads of ideas about New Brunswick. We're going to have our favorite hidden spots. We're going to be um, sharing some of our favorite Instagrammers who you can follow to find great hidden spots. We're going to be all those kind of tips about driving with your kids. And then once we finally manage to leave Canada, 
we'll be putting on lots of tips for for family experiences um international family experiences and things like that so it should be kind of fun so yeah if uh, if folks are interested and if they don't want to do the hard work researching all the places to go in new brunswick that's kind of what i love to do so there's, there's going to be lots and lots of lists on there lots of ideas to get people out um at this time yeah over the summer fantastic i'm so excited because yeah we've been following your instagram pretty much as long as you've had it, I think. And it's, yeah, it is, it, gi it gives you that like, oh, I need to go there. Oh yeah. So. I get that from other Instagrammers for sure. Like I just, I, I, I get that feeling from them, you know, like that, that when I see their stuff, it makes me want to go. And I found so many hidden gems on, uh, on Instagram, you know, like, like the Berlin wall in Truro. Yes. That one was an <laughs> awesome tip that I got on Instagram for a very lovely lady. Yes. <laughs> that, that'd be me. That was you. That was you. Yes. It's like tapping into all those locals, getting that local expert knowledge. Um, Instagram's a great way and, and Facebook. And yeah, I haven't found, uh, I haven't found any pieces of the Berlin Wall in New Brunswick yet, but uh, no, I'm sure we're all going to find some neat things to share this summer. I can't yeah, wait. There's going to be a lot of hidden gems, a, a lot of locals. And that's the thing around here is New Brunswickers are f like, they're loyal. They're fiercely loyal and they don't like to give up where things are <laughs> so you might have to make some real good friends with locals wherever you go then you'll get the tips i think <laughs> if we can if we can promote a sense of community though because i find that those locals know their part really well but that sphere of knowledge doesn't extend very far so we need to be making friends of locals in all different parts and we need to kind of build that communication i think that's going to be the challenge for new brunswickers this year we all know about the hopewell rocks we all know about king's landon but we need to start sharing our individual our own favorite spots in our locality because the locals here they need more they want more than just those classic tourist traps and we'll stay tuned yeah. to pick a plan podcast because we have a summer staycation series that is exactly focused on that finding the locals and all the different communities who are going to give up some of the goods we're very 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 excited for our summer series that's going to kick off uh, the beginning of june actually so we'll be keeping you guys up to date with with what's happening um but yeah unfortunately we're out of time so your wonderful blog and your uh, Instagram account is Dobney's Adrift. That's right. And we'll post that in the show notes so that you know how to spell Dobney. Yeah, it's a little tricky. <laughs> D-A-U-B-E-Y, right? N-E-Y-S. Yeah. Yeah. I can see. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Make a better name. No, no, it's wonderful. It's perfect. <laughs> okay, thank you for show up when people look for it. Yes, exactly. So thank you everybody for watching and listening to today's show and we'll see you next week. This podcast was produced by Tosh Taylor of the Podcast Hub Productions. Find her online at podcasthub.ca.